Hey everybody, I'm Nick Galfis. I play Dr. Halstead in Chicago Med, and you are listening to Meet Us at Molly's. Welcome to episode 171 of Meet Us at Molly's. Today, we are covering our top 10 favorite episodes. Top 10 favorite episodes of all three shows of all time. This was really hard. I know. Part of me was like, yeah, it'll be easier if we do it like top 10 of all, you know, combined. And then I realized I was like, oh shit, maybe we should have done top 10 of each show because I could, it was so hard to narrow down the list. I kept having the issue of being like, oh yeah, I love that episode. And then being like, but top 10 of all time? I don't know. Right. Yeah. I just, uh, yeah, it was yeah. really hard. It was it really was, hard. It was really, really hard. So uh, we like to start with the news. We do have a little bit. We've got episode descriptions. Um, we've got episode descriptions for next week's episode and the week after. So um, episodes eight and episodes nine. So uh, Chicago Med 608. This is called Fathers and Mothers, Daughters and Sons. Ethan hires an old Navy colleague to join him in the ED. A final custody hearing threatens to separate Dr. Charles and his daughter. And Maggie must make a choice that will change Augie's life. They're really going to take Augie away from Maggie and Ben, aren't they? I swear to God. I swear to God. Like, hasn't she been through enough? For real, though. Um, Can we talk about, though, how interesting it is that... Because the promos aired because, you know, reruns were on this week. Mm-hmm. They dropped promos, you know, after for all three shows. But the promo for the episode for Med literally does not match the description. I mean, obviously, I get there's always 10 million storylines. But I just think it's interesting that they t- they focused on the, like, um, Natalie, Will, Crockett stuff in the promo. But, like, it's literally not even mentioned in the episode description. That's a good point, and we do need to talk about that promo, because it was juicy! Ah! I know! There was a lot of angst. There was a lot of angst. Okay, so... I have so many feelings. Okay, so... We all know that Natalie's mom is going to come in as a patient, right? Uh, And we see Natalie, and she, like, cries on Will's shoulder for a second, and Crockett walks in at, like, just the right moment. And then we see Crockett confronting Will. What are you doing, boy? I feel like there's something clearly missing. Like, there is... I don't feel like it's just because he saw them hug. If he is, like, that's that's a little much. If that is truly the reason why he's, like, all of a sudden yelling at Will. Mm-hmm. Um, but, yeah. Ugh. But, like, he's already made an enemy of Ethan. Is he just going to go around making enemies with all the other males in Chicago Med? I don't know. It's like an alpha male thing? That's not attractive. I don't know. But... <sighs> I'm just like in my man cell feels. I know you're in your man cell feels, and right now I'm really glad that I'm like a bunch of states away from you, so you can't hit me for what I'm about to say. But there was like a there was like there was like some chemistry in that manstead hug. There was like a familiarity. Like I Okay, but what I don't understand is right, if that's what everyone's saying, they're like, oh my god, yeah, manstead, manstead, manstead. Will literally just asked out Dr. Verani at the end of the last episode. I know. I we're know. going down the road. I don't. I, whatever. No, I. I don't really want to see him with Doctor Veronica. I think she has way more chemistry with Doctor Choi. 
Well, but, yeah, that too. I'm just saying, he did technically, the last thing we saw, he was asking out Dr. Verani. Yeah, but it's it's just like Mills and Dawson when that was a thing. And right before Mills left, he gave her a kiss and was like, you know where to find me. Like, he's always going to carry a flame for her. Always. You mean Natalie? Oh, of course. Yeah. Of course. Oh, of course. Yeah. yeah. For sure. And I'm not, I don't know. I just, I'm in my man self heels. I'm just... I'll see how next week plays out. And, I know, you know. I know. You are just loving it. You are basking in your Mansell feels. Yeah, I do. I love me some Mansell. What can I say? Brian is just like glowing like she's on a beach, just basking in, in the Mansell. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I, just, I love me some Mansell. What can I say? Dude, I love it too. I'm not hating on it. I like Mansell too. It's just that if, if Crockett's the jealous type, I, I'm going to kind of jump off the Mansell shit. I reserve judgment until I've seen next week's episode. That's all I'm saying. That's fair. That's fair. That's fair. So. Because clearly the promo doesn't, I mean, the episode description doesn't even talk about them. So Mm -hmm. I don't know which one to believe. I guess the promo because it's actual footage, but like, I don't know. (laughs) All right. Brenda, take us through the next one. Okay. So this is for Med 609, which is titled For the Want of a Nail. And it says, as Maggie deals with her own trauma, she steps in to help a mother in need. Dean, I guess that's the old Navy colleague. That's Stephen. Uh, yeah, that's um, Stephen Weber's character. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Dean, I just I don't think I've really heard him referred to as Dean. Dean continues to stir the pot with a more than one doctor. A patient comes to med needing immediate treatment, but doesn't want it from them. That sounds like a normal day at med. Yeah. Also, Maggie dealing with trauma. So like they're really going to do something to Augie. They're going to take him away. Like, he's going to go to California with his foster brother. You mean his real brother? His real brother. Yes. And I don't even think it was California, but... No, I think it was California. Yeah. No, he's totally going to go there. They're going to... They're gonna... Yeah. Freaking Maggie has been through enough. So has Ben. But yes, by all means, let's take Augie away. I can't. I can't. I can't. I know. I know. I can't. So... And the promo photos for 608, we do see Steven Weber's uh, debut. So it'll be interesting. We shall see. Yeah, I'm excited for what it's going to bring up. I'm sure with like Choi's background and I- I'm excited. I like when we talk Ethan's time in the Navy. Yeah, yeah, that is really good. I also wonder what's going to happen with Natalie and her mom. I'm wondering if this is going to segue to Will getting Nat's mom in the trial. I don't know. I don't know either. I don't know either. I so. don't know. We will see. Uh, Chicago Fire 908. This is called Escape Route. Uh, Unconfirmed technically because it technically was never released by NBC. The only – this episode description was floating around in that weird kind of like picture with the clip art. Do you know yeah, what yeah. yeah. But technically has never still yet been released by NBC. I'm Just verifying so. this right now because the promo photos are up, so – Let's see. But the description says, let's see, a call to a familiar location brings back. Okay, so it is confirmed now. It was not confirmed before the photos. Okay. Um, A call to a familiar location brings back mixed emotions for Severide. Herman heads out for vacation and Casey is not thrilled with his replacement. We all know the replacement is Granger. We've seen the promo. We know. We know. Yeah, that promo, man. Okay, familiar location, though. What did your mind go to first thing? I don't know. Mine went to the warehouse from the end of season two. That would, if that's where we're going, I'm going to cry. <laughs> I know. I know. I, I definitely 
has to do with something Shay related, though. Obviously, yeah. Like, what other familiar? Unless it, well, no, unless it's Anna related. But I don't think that. Oh, a- that would be interesting, I guess, with the mixed emotions, because I feel like anything Shay related would just be emotional. I don't think that'd be mixed emotions. Hmm. Like mixed emotions, or is it Betty related? Fuck, poor Severide. He has so many ghosts. <laughs> I know. It's it could be Betty related because that would be mixed emotions. If it's a Benny location, it's probably something we don't know, unless it's like his old firehouse or something. I have no idea. Yeah, I don't know either. Also, Herman's heading out on vacation in the middle of a pandemic. Really? Right. Really? Right. Really? Right. I know. I mean, we're all close to getting vaccinated, so like, hopefully, we can go back to vacations like this summer. But still. Not in the middle of winter. Well, maybe knowing the Herman family, it's probably like a cabin or something. They're, they're probably going somewhere secluded where it's not like they're going to be. I hope like, so. That's all I'm saying. I just, I read that sentence and I'm like, really? Really? Um, there is a certain family that you and I both follow on Instagram. I'm not going to name them here, but um, they are on vacation right now in like a beach resort. And um, I, I can't help but judge a little follow? bit. Um, yeah. Hey, um, Bryna, I'm holding onto this oh, wine glass. <laughs> I, I had a feeling that's where we were going with this, but I wasn't sure. I was like, what family do we both follow on Instagram? And now I'm like going to set Instagram and I'm like, oh. Yeah. Um, I, I'm, I'm slightly judging because they're like at a beach resort and I'm just like, really? But, but is it all of them or just the... No, it's all of them. Well, it's just the, it's the, the four in yeah, that. Yeah, the yeah. four. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. Okay. So. Um, okay. <laughs> gossip over. Um, <laughs> yeah. So. And, and not enough people, not enough of our listeners speak soccer. So I, I think we're okay. I don't even speak soccer. Whatever. Anyway. I know. I know. So. Uh, Brandon, take us through the next one. Okay. So this is Fire 909, and it's called Double Red. It says, Mount, Gallo, Ritter, and Mackey report for training. A nasty blow to the head brings Casey unimaginable pain. Um, what kind Fire- of training? Yes, first of all. Also, that is one heck of a group. Because it's like, not even just like all of truck or all of squad. It's Mount which is truck, gallo, truck, Ritter, engine, and Mackie paramedic. So what yeah. kind of training are they all going to? And why is it the three, like, Gen Z babies and Mouch? <laughs> that is a great question, too. I know. Also, can we stop hurting Casey's head? No, apparently not. Um, and and there have been a lot of comparisons that have been floating around on Twitter to when he got hurt in like season two. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I remember like the doctor telling him like, you may not be so lucky next time. Also, this is supposed to be the Christie episode. Oh, uh, okay. That's interesting. That's interesting. From If I think everything from what I read on Twitter, I think this is the Christie episode. We need a name for Gallo, Mackie, and Ritter. Like, I think they're Chicago Fire's big three, but we can do better than that. Yeah. Guys, if you have any suggestions, let us know. Yes, please let us know. Maybe We're we going to can... keep thinking about it. Yeah. But, like, if you have any questions, just hit us up on Twitter or Instagram or wherever. But, yeah. Oh, my God. I kind of want to tweet Adrian and, and Alberto and Daniel, like, right now and be like, we need help. Like, what, what can we call you three? Like, please name yourselves. Um yeah. Yeah, because we have Bursic Water. Yes. Yes, Bursic Water is perfect. 
We don't um, have a med version. But Severide yeah. and Dawson were the arson twins. Yeah. Yeah. So. Yeah. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. so uh yeah uh pd808 this is called protect and serve ruzik and atwater are tasked with making an arrest after a high profile shooting the situation becomes complicated when it's clear someone doesn't want them to make it back to the station hallelujah we're back to atwater episodes i know i know it was a little alarming how much we had just kind of forgotten about him since episode two Right, it was like, oh yeah, here's 802, or here's 801, here's 802, oh, we're gonna, Atwater's in the background, 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 oh hey, Atwater, like. Yeah, the first two episodes were like, there, we featured him, we wrapped up the storyline, moving on, and we're like, no, no, no. That's not how this goes. Right, right, so, get some ruse water action, that'll be good. It's gonna be intense, I mean, that promo is like. Yes, they were like yelling at each other, what the hell? Yo. I, 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 okay, so Twitter, like, blew up at that promo, right? Which, of course, it's going to. I don't, of course, like, I almost blew up seeing that promo. But I have faith in their friendship. I think they're going to be okay. I think so, too. Also, because things tend to not last beyond one episode anymore. Um, Very rarely. So I have a feeling they'll kind of wrap up whatever it is by the end, or I Mm -hmm. hope so. Um, But, yeah, we will, we will see. We shall see. We shall see. So uh, take us through 809. So PD 809, Impossible Dream. When a local business owner is gunned down in his shop, it becomes personal for Atwater, who patrolled the neighborhood as a young cop. Deputy Superintendent Miller comes to Voight with a special request about Andre Cooper. So Andre Cooper, for those of you who do not know, he is a new character played by Cleveland Berto. You've probably seen him on LaRice's Instagram. Um, He's been around. If you don't follow him yet, go follow him. And I think he makes his debut in 808. Okay. That's what I've read. Oh. In 808? Yeah. In the one that's on March 10th. Okay. That's what I've read. I don't know, but he's he's coming, so get ready. Yeah. <laughs> so um, that is about all the news we've got. As always, if you see anything, you know, send it to us. You guys are really good about that. We really appreciate it. Things have been freaking hectic lately, so you guys help us a lot when you send us articles because sometimes we don't see them right away. So all that good stuff. Uh, patron shout-outs. Guys, we've got three new patrons. Three. So exciting. So Aaron Klein, welcome to the group. Welcome to the family. We're so glad you're here. I hope we don't scare you away with our weirdness. I promise we are a fun bunch. Erica Lynn, thank you so much for being a patron. We really, really, really appreciate it. Yes, yes. And I can't wait to talk to you guys in the Facebook group because it's been popping. It really has, though. It has. Yeah, it definitely has. So the last one up is Alice. Alice, welcome aboard. Welcome to the fun um yeah just can't wait to get to know you guys and thank you for supporting the pod so um if you would like to support the podcast for as little as two dollars a month please check out the link to our patreon page it's on our socials there's a lot of cool stuff in there there's the facebook group there is the merch discount at the six dollar tier there's bonus episodes um don't forget we did a bonus episode last week where we covered the um cinematic masterpiece that is the forest um Starring Taylor Kinney, it was not a cinematic masterpiece. It was weird. 
That was a weird, weird, weird movie. It was really, really weird. But if you would like to hear us laugh about it, and also fangirl over Owen Mackin at the same time, <laughs> you should check out our Patreon page. <laughs> um, we had fun with that one. So yeah, a lot of info there. So more info on our socials. Please check that out. So time to move into the episode, shall we? Let's do it. Okay, so top 10 favorite episodes. We've done top 10 favorite scenes. We've done top comedic moments on Chicago Fire. That we was did Derek's. top 10 crossovers. We did top 10 crossovers. Yes. So now it is time to do top 10 favorite episodes. Okay. So first question up, what makes something your favorite episode? Go. I think for me, the way I was helping narrow down my list is that like how many times do I actually go back and rewatch it and like mm-hmm. rewatch the whole episode? Because, like, there are certain episodes, of course, obviously, as we will talk about when I get to my list, that I'm like, oh, yeah, I want to watch an episode of PD. Okay, cool. Like, that's the one I'm going to go rewatch first, even though I've seen it 10 million times. So for me, like, it's hard to say, like, what makes something my favorite episode, because obviously each episode, episodes are different for a reason. Mm-hmm. But, like, for me, when I was making my list, at least, I was like, okay, well, how many times do I actually go back and rewatch it? Because, like, my most rewatched ones are clearly, I think, my favorite ones. Okay. Okay, that's fair. I think for me, I looked for the, the the episodes that had the strongest, like, overall appeal. So these were episodes that I would see the title and be like, oh, that's when this happened. That's also when this happened and this happened. Because there were a lot of episodes where I'd be like, oh, that had that scene. I love that scene. But then I couldn't remember anything else. Yeah, and that was really interesting, too, because when I was going back through, I'm like, oh, well, I really like that episode, but, like, really kind of only for that storyline. Yeah. So, like- Yes, I really do like that part of that episode, but like as an overall episode, I was like, I don't know. So for me, I went by like rewatchability because clearly if I'm rewatching them a lot, that means I really like those episodes. Yeah. So for me, that was just an easier way to like help kind of narrow down my list. Right. Uh, but even then, I was like, oh shit, like <laughs> they're, you know, it like helped me realize my patterns too. Cause like obviously there are seasons I just avoid. Like I just generally avoid fire season four like I think most people do I was gonna say I like I was really tempted to put one episode from season four in there and I was like I can't do it just because it's season four yeah and like they're just they're just you know like they're just seasons like I don't think I'll ever really go back and watch med season four either that was the last Connor and Ava season and like as much as I love um Connor Ava Uh can't deal with the evenness of that season okay but here's my question about med and here's your one tree hill reference for the night this is very similar to when people had like their worst season of one tree hill and some people would say two and some people would say five i was a person who was like fuck season five hated it done like that's me and i feel like it's kind of that similar debate with med because for me it's med season two that i'm like whatever well, yeah, that's true, too. And we'll get there. I have some comments of I actually picked a med season two episode. Um, but like, we'll get there. But yeah. Although where are you? So you are on Wintry Hill season five or season five. I'm on Wintry Hill season two. I would pick season really? two. Really? Okay. Okay. But season two was like teenage angst. Season five, I was like, you're married. Pull it together. See, season two for me, I just... There's so much, it was like, I don't know, I just have bad memories because, like, that's where Naley starts going downhill the first time. And that's, like, a big reason why I like Wendry Hill. And I just I don't like that season. It's Naley and it's Lindsay for me. And just, like, yeah. how awful Lucas is to Peyton. But also, that is because Lucas Scott is trash. You know, 17-year-old Gina did not see that. 34-year-old Gina is like, no, Lucas Scott sucks. <laughs> Fair. Fair. So. 
Keaton should have ended up with Jake. I will die on that hill. Oh, yeah, 100%. Anyway, we digress. We digress. our favorite episodes. But yeah, it was definitely, it was still hard. Like, regardless, I was like, oh, I can pick, like, 10 episodes from PD Season 3. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I was like, I'm, like, you know, like, there's just, it's hard. It was harder yeah. than I thought this was going to be. Yeah. Um, but it was, I'm glad we did this, though, because, like, it was really interesting. The reason I kind of thought about doing this episode now was because we talked about how our friend Jackie from the Sipping Sisters is binging all I don't know if she started med yet I don't think so but she's like working her way through fire and pd and she's gonna add med in eventually (laughs) and we were talking about our favorite episodes and Gina was like oh yeah Brian really likes 208 from fire and I was like I do really like 208 from fire but I was that my favorite episode now I don't know and hint hint it's not (laughs) what 208 it's not on your list it's in my honorable mentions. It's not on my list. Oh my, because my so, favorite fire episode still makes my list. Yeah, so I don't know. So we'll we'll talk about it. Okay, so I think we should just like flip-flop on these, right? Yeah, I agree. Are yours okay. in like order or? I, I couldn't rank them. I couldn't do it. So I didn't just... put it in an order. I just put it in like, so I started with fire and then I did chronological and then I did PD. Chrono- like they're kind of in like a chronological order, I guess, but like not really. Yeah, mine are similar. Okay, so start us off with yours. Okay, so my first one, Fire 124, a hell of a ride. Oh. I I mean, we talked about this. We did this episode recently during the last, like, summer fall hiatus because, you know, <laughs> long-ass hiatus. Um, and I talked about how much I love that episode, but I just really love this episode. Honestly, this is, like, the first – when I want to rewatch an episode of Fire, this is, like, probably the first one I go back and watch. It's a pretty stressful episode. Like, I, I I forgot how tense it was until we went back and did the episode. I don't even think it's that stressful. Like, I just, I don't know. I Something about it, though, it's a little chaotic, and I kind of love the chaosness of it. <laughs> um, I don't know. I just, I really love it. There's some really funny moments. Um, I also really love the Severide and Shay becoming the godparents. I love Herman's... Um, video blog uh speech monologue thing mm-hmm. at the end that kind of ends the episode day one little kenny james herman it was kind of a rough one at least until you came along a bunch of us took some knacks today but that's the way it goes sometimes you might as well hear it now you came along and you made a lot of people really happy. Not just your old man. You're a lucky guy. You were born into a really big family. A lot of people are gonna have your back no matter what. Like I said, it's not gonna be all sunshine and roses, but I can promise it's gonna be a hell of a ride. But yeah, I just, I, I love this episode. Like I, I truly, truly, truly love this episode. It is a very, like, it's a very fire episode. It's, it's very much like the epitome of fire. And I do love how, how as a season finale, it doesn't really leave on cliffhangers. Yeah. I mean, like, yeah, there are some storylines you're like, ooh, I wonder what's going to happen because Mouch's girlfriend's like come in from Japan and like, where is that going to go? But then there's nothing where I'm like, oh shit. 
And so, like, it doesn't feel like a fire finale in that way, I guess, retrospectively looking back on it. Mm-hmm. Um, but I, I just, I love this episode. Like, that, I, that finale was a warm-up to all their other finales. They were like, we're going to give you a nice one, then we're going to fucking traumatize you for the rest of time. Yeah, is there any good fire finale after that? <laughs> good as in, like, not stressful? Yeah, um, not stressful. I personally didn't stress when Casey was, like, lost in the strip club. Oh, yeah, that's the end of season three. Nor did I stress when Grant was on the loose in his and Stella's apartment, but that's not the same one. That's four. That is four. And I guess I don't count season eight only because the pandemic ended them early. And that's, I mean, it's a finale, but, like, it's not, it wasn't their planned finale. So I don't count that as, like, a, that doesn't count in this equation. But, yeah, I guess three and four. But, like, what was six's finale? Oh, Dawson. Dawson leaving. That's why I couldn't remember it. I've blocked it from memory. Yeah, because I was like, five is my miracle. Seven is the warehouse. Um, yeah. Man. So two, that's we, a good all, one. we all know what two's finale is. <sighs> yeah. Uh, anyway. But anyway, yes, I just I really, really, really love this episode. Like I'm a I'm a stan of this episode. I really am. It is good. It is very good. So First one on my list is my 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 ride or die, my favorite fire episode <laughs> of all time. It's you know old faithful. This is season two, episode six called Joyriding. This is still my favorite of all time. Uh, I I do re- I actually do really enjoy this episode too. I didn't put it on my list because I knew it was going to be on yours and we were going to talk about it. But like I do love this episode too. See, and I didn't mention two hundred eight because I thought it was going to be on your list. It's in my honorable mentions. I'm telling oh my you, goodness. We'll okay, get there. Okay, so two hundred six. This is the one. It's the very first bottle episode and the by bottle episode i mean you know how they would t- they take a character they put them in this situation where there's like no cell service a disaster happens and they're on their own to solve it so severide was the very first bottle episode and this is just my favorite it's it's, it's so like, good it's so good it's it's basically kelly showing us who he is it's just kelly being like oh no I'm, I'm actually kind of a superhero did you want to see me get out of this horrible situation and save this little boy because i can do it with my eyes closed uh, yeah oh it's so good so he goes on a jog in some random ass construction site we've covered this episode before and we have a whole conversation about it and uh this little boy nathan is just like playing with a bulldozer of sorts and it topples and kelly is just right place right time and he just, he, he saves a little boy. And then like Shay just kind of knows that something is wrong and she goes and finds him and, and, and they save the day. It's just, it's, it's my favorite. I don't know. I don't know. It's just, <laughs> I love it. Isn't this also the end of Dawson and Shay? And Halstead. Yes. And I always forget that. Yes. I mean, I mean, chef's kiss. Like, yeah, it's so good. I always forget about that part, but that's like the culmination of, of Gabby and Jay yeah yeah and it's the first time we meet or not the first time we meet jay but it's the first time that jay gets shot um and it's how jay finds his way into intelligence yeah because antonio's like you can end up anywhere he's like intelligence i want intelligence yeah i love it i love it and then gabby breaks up with him because she's just like my what i signed up for yeah she's like this isn't what i signed up for and she's like my brother and his wife have the strongest relationship (laughs) i've ever seen and we're like uh that didn't age well no not no, at all not at all no so but, but yeah, that, yeah it's 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 a great episode it's a, it's a good episode still my favorite still my favorite so i wonder if there will ever be an episode to knock that off your list 
or like at least because would you that's your favorite like at least knock it down you know <laughs> it could happen i mean it could happen well it's been seven seasons and it still hasn't happened yet but i don't know i don't know never say never yeah i still want a nathan follow-up though i want this kid to resurface like any day now and become the new candidate right like fire generate next generation i mean yeah it's a weird head cannon but it's a happy head cannon so leave me alone <laughs> we got plenty of them in that new class now so i know i know right so take it away with your next one okay so now i'm going to fire i'm skipping all the way to season six Ooh. i'm going uh, fire 615 the chance to forgive so most people know this episode as the one where Stellaride like finally rises and they kiss at the bar on Mo- at Molly's. And I was going to say, like, is this the sex-, sex on the bar episode? Yeah, this is the sex on the bar episode. Yes. Uh, but this is also, this is the second half of that two hour um, episode they had. Because remember they aired them twice or they aired two episodes that night. This was the first year we were podcasting. Remember that like two hour movie? Yeah. Is this when Otis gets shot? Yes, this is when Otis gets shot, and Brent has finally realized at this point she, like, wants to be with Antonio, but then Antonio has, like, the, he gets set up on a blind date, and then that's literally the end of Antonio. They literally never really bring it up after that. Oh, um, I just, I don't know, something about that, I really like that two-hour movie. I know that two-hour ma- movie is, like, very stressful, or movie, I say movie, because it's not, whatever, um. But I don't know. I just, I really like this episode. Like, I really, I just really like this episode. Um, something I go back and watch quite often. I think the Stellaride sexy time at the bar really helps it. Um, but I just, I really like this episode. It, it is a good episode. I remember us having to watch that crossover like six different we know, times. We watched the screener. Yeah, we remember we watched it as a screener. Yeah, yeah, that and was then, crazy. Yeah, it was like a whole thing. Mm-hmm. Um and I did really like how they flow. I mean, I know they're two separate episodes and I picked the second half because I like the second half better, but I did like how when they aired it, you know, it was the two hour movie. It flowed seamlessly into the next, you know, into this part. Like, I don't know. I really like this one. I'm, I'm, I'm not going to lie though. I'm glad that they can't do two hour movies anymore because my God, those were just so intense. Like, yeah, I mean, yeah, I'm glad for, but we basically get a three hour movie every week. So like... I mean, I mean, you're right, but also, uh, you know, like, and that year they did a lot of two-hour movies, too. They did that one. There was the one with Platt in the fire when she went on the news or something and things went boom. Um, and then the finale was a two-hour finale, and that was the worst because, it, I mean, A, it was two hours, so it was super intense already. But then Gabby left at the end, and we were, like, super pissed off and exhausted. I just remember, too, that season was so weird because that was the one where they aired six episodes straight. And then they were like, oh, yeah, it's the winter hiatus. The football, like yes. And they were like, it's the winter hiatus in October. And we we're like, what the fuck? What the hell? And then they came back. And they just had a weird airing that year because that was the last year they did before they did one Chicago Wednesday. Yeah. Yeah. So it's interesting. Crazy. Okay. Next up on my list is 220. This is a dark day. It's the very first crossover. Oh, that's a good one. It's the first time Med went boom. The first time Med went boom. The first time, yeah. This is the one, um, there's like the race and then like Burgess and her niece are there. Um, and, you know, Gabby's like registering it for the race and everything goes boom. Um, 
the the thing that really sticks out in my head about this aside from it being the first crossover is you know it was just such a novel concept for us to be like oh my god like Burgess and Casey are sharing the same space (gasps) this is crazy um and then like when Shay collapses it's Atwater who picks her up like you know it was just that the whole concept of teamwork was just so beyond us we were like oh my god this is so cool um I love 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 the moment when it transitions from fire to PD and the minute it does it what happens is in like the last two minutes of fire all the PD cars, like the SUVs, they roll up in like grand fashion and Voight just makes this like WWE style entrance where he's just like, sup bitches, I'm here. <laughs> um, I love that. Um, this is also when Aaron was dating Kelly. Just crazy. So crazy. I know. So crazy. Um, and also the scene when Casey and Severide find Gabby in the rubble and and Severide just goes, damn Dawson, you look like hell. <laughs> a good one all of it is just all of it's so good and also on the pd portion sumner was still there yeah just what a what a and jen yeah jen yes yes i mean back i know i know and it was the first crossover and we were all just like oh my god this is crazy but yeah love it yeah there's a lot of good moments from that the moment when um mills is trying to dismantle the bomb in the car and Bowden keeps talking and he's like chief with all due respect, shut up. <laughs> yeah, I was even thinking about the moment to um, where they, because it's like the FBI or whatever comes in and they're like, yeah, boy, like, you know, you guys can do like some little like interview some, you know, witnesses or whatever. And Boyd's like, hell no, this is my city. We're going to do a hell lot more than that. Okay, cool. Yeah, yeah. And we had like, since it was the first crossover, we really had to drive home that like we're in Chicago. So the very last line of the whole thing is like, Bowden and Boyd are like sharing coffee outside like the shorn remnants of the hospital and Bowden's like Chicago will bounce back and then Boyd looks all dramatic and he's like she always she does, always does. <laughs> I love it I love it so much yeah it's so good it's, <sighs> it's, it's that's a good one yeah okay go ahead okay so my next one actually one from this season oh I don't know I, I mean obviously that's like kind of risky and like saying that I don't I hope that holds up um I think it will though because the amount of times if I'm going by like I said you know something that I've rewatched a lot obviously I think clearly has to be high up there the amount of times I've rewatched not just like scenes from this episode but like this entire episode in the time that it's aired is like a lot mm-hmm. so I'm going with fire 902 Ooh. that kind of heat okay I think we all know the real reason why I really like this episode is the Casey and Brett of it all because <laughs> I mean duh um but I also really I mean I really like a lot of parts of this episode like I really like seeing Matt Key struggle with like oh do I actually belong at 51 like after the ambulance crash like is this kind of really where I want to be am I going to be able to handle this I like Stella bringing Kylie into 51 because mm-hmm. I like seeing Stella as a mentor and a leader I like the comedic part of, like, Ritter and Gallo helping out with the paperwork and, like, failing miserably. But I also really like seeing Ritter, the emotional moments that Ritter has with Mouch at Molly's. And then him also, this is, like, where Ritter saves the day on the train track with the girl. Oh, yeah. Um, Also, we see Severide get the Ambodor. Oh, my heart. And, like, yeah, like, there's just a lot of good in this episode. Like, I've rewatched this episode, I don't even want to know how many times since it aired and I you know I haven't felt that way I mean obviously there's a lot of episodes I've liked in fire recently but in terms of like re-watching an episode like 
time and time again especially because we rewatch them for the podcast like three times or yeah twice three times we rewatch it a lot in order to do these episodes so I don't typically I feel like in the later seasons I've gone back and rewatched a ton of those only because I've already rewatched them a bunch yeah but I've gone back and rewatched this one on my own a bunch and so for that reason to me I think it's already become one of my favorites and I think it'll continue to be one of my favorites so that's good that's good nice um I have a recent one on mine too so yeah I'm with you there Okay, next up on mine. And I, I'm really surprised you skipped like three, four, and five of fire. Like, I have yeah. three and two in my honorable mentions. Like, they were like kind of the ones I'm like, oh, I don't know. Like, uh, you know, they're on the teeter. I don't know. Um, yeah, so we'll see. Okay, so next on my list is season three, episode 19 of Chicago Fire, I and the Apocalypse. That one I have in my med section because it's the med backdoor pilot, but I do have that on my list. Yeah, so so again, med backdoor pilot and just the execution on this was so good. So good. It's so good. It, it, go ahead. It's your episode. I'll... um it's just a very well-rounded episode now um something I think is severely underrated is the Severide April friendship so um I love that whole dynamic I mean the reason he gets hurt is because he's protecting her from the bomber um Mm -hmm. I think their friendship is so underrated and you know just how worried she was and then the final scene when he wakes up and she's there and you know they're just underrated and adorable um yeah, so I, I love that, um, you know, and and it's the first time that we see all three shows work together, of course. Um, granted, this episode does not help anybody who wants to be a Will Halstead stand because I definitely hated him at, during this episode. Definitely hated him. Um, I definitely remember this as the episode when Will tried to kill Kelly Severide. Oh, yeah, for sure. Yeah, yeah. Um, but it's so good. And it's just, just like, it's so tense and it's just such a good overall episode so yeah yeah I really agree I mean obviously it's on my list too um I think this is clearly my favorite of all the backdoor pilots like I've never even really gone back and watched uh PDs although we still really need to do an episode on that because that'd be fun yeah Um, but like I don't go back and rewatch it I can't tell you the last time I watched that episode um and clearly I don't go back and watch Justice's backdoor pilot um so like I love this one in terms of a backdoor pilot especially because I feel like and often with backdoor pilots, like, they're just, like, if you don't care about that character that they're trying to spin off, then, like, why do you, you know, like, why do you, I never go back and watch those. Like, I always mm-hmm. skip the Girl More Girls one. I just, I don't, like, typically like backdoor pilots, but I love this one. Yeah. Um, I also just really like, too, especially because it is a backdoor pilot and a lot of the characters did end up changing. Like, I still really like this episode, even though they're not the med characters we associate with med now. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah but yeah I also love it for all the reasons you just mentioned this is also the episode when we see Dr. Charles high as a kite yes yeah it's super discreet but you know it's there yes I also just love Jay running things from the parking lot because he's like running the you know PD stuff outside in the parking lot like it's just it's just fun I love the very first scene with him and Will in the apartment and Will's ripping him for only having almond milk yeah when uh, yeah just funny so good it's yeah. just so good. Just well executed. Just really well executed. Yeah, for sure. So. Okay. So now we're moving into my like PD portion. So my first one on my list, this was I honestly thought narrowing down the PD episodes was the hardest. Not there's for just me. there's a lot of good PD episodes. Hmm. Um 
I found. But so my first one on the list is PD 208 Assignment of the Year. Oh my god, this is a uh, the sex club. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so like basically Antonio takes us, you know, like after our security gig and then things go crazy because like the guy he's protecting gets killed. Yada, yada, yada. Linstead ends up going undercover at the sex club. <laughs> the assignment of the year. It's just, it's just, I love the case. I love the little, like even Linstead flirty moments. Like I just, I love this episode. We can't not include the audio of Jay being like playtime for my girl. For my girl. Yeah, I know. It's insert yes it's so good it never gets old so it really doesn't like everything about that whole scene and especially even too when they walk out and they're like dressed to the nines and ruzik's like oh and they're like cool it and he's like i'm i just i love everything about this episode everybody put your tongues back in your mouths and then he's like there's so much i could say there and she's like that would be wise (laughs) yeah and i even the thing is too is like it's not even really a Linstead episode, but, like, that whole just, like, scene of them at the sex club, like, it's a Linstead episode. Yeah. Oh, yep. But it's so good. I love this episode. It's I love it. so good. I know. I love it. That's a great one. That's a really great one. Okay, so I'm still on my fire list. Um, I've got a fire one. This is season five, episode seven, called Lift Each Other. Do you remember this by the title? I know... We're getting close to Anna, but we're not at Anna yet. Oh, I didn't even pick this for Anna. No, I know. That's what I'm saying. I don't. Okay, so this is when we meet Gabby's parents. And... Mm. Oh, when they get divorced at their anniversary party. Bingo. Or when they announce their divorce. They announce their divorce. But at the beginning of this, they have a really hard call where these kids were playing in a warehouse. and One of them got hurt. And, like, Casey tries his best to save the kid. And he dies. Um, but he, he finds out that the kid dies like later in the episode and he doesn't tell Gabby because Gabby's, you know, focused on her parents that she's, she's just so devastated by the whole thing. Um, and at the end, Gabby's just like, you never told me, like, I can't believe why, why, like you were going through all of this. And I was just like bitching about my parents. And he's like, that's what we do. Like we lift each other up. And it's just such like an awe moment. I mean, okay. Like, okay. Just like Dossie feelings in the present aside, Dossie had some really good, like, iconic shit moments. Like, the kind of shit moments that make you just stop and be like, hmm. I know. I, like, it's definitely not my favorite episode by far, because it also was just, like, so stressful. But, like, we also maybe should do an iconic moments list, too. Because, like, I think about fire, and honestly, one of the first moments I think of is my miracle. Uh, Yes. But, like, that's not my favorite episode, and so, like, I didn't pick that episode. But, like, that's, like, an iconic moment. And that's, like, one of the first things I think about when I think about Chicago Fire. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I just love that quote from Casey. Like, that's what we do. We lift each other up. I'm just like, girl, you went to Puerto Rico and left that behind? I know. I know. Damn. I know. Damn. Okay. So, my next PD one is 317, and that is 40 caliber breadcrumb. Oh my god, my emotions. Oh, I love this episode so much. I think if I pick any PD episode to watch, I always typically start with this one. I don't know how you can do that. I can't handle like the 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 traumatic J episodes. I just I don't know. I love this episode. I don't know. I really don't know. I mean, I just, I love it. I love a good J episode. 
Um, for those of you who don't know what this episode is, this is when Jay has that side job at the marijuana plant factory, whatever you want to call it. And it goes sideways because they're robbed on the bank run and Terry dies and bleeds out and Jay takes it super personally and yada, yada, yada. Uh, yeah. I, I, yeah. I don't know. I don't know how people can rewatch these kinds of episodes. Like I can't rewatch that. I can barely rewatch 301. I can handle 301, but barely. And then some of our friends like to rewatch 709 and 710 when Jay gets shot. And I'm like, how do you, I, I have not touched those episodes since they aired. Yeah. I definitely have not touched 709 and 710. 301 is actually we'll get there it's on your list isn't it It may may or may not be on my honorable mentions oh my Um, (laughs) but yeah I I just I don't know I love this episode I do I love it it's just so heavy and it's so sad and see I don't really think it's that heavy I don't know I don't think it's that I mean like yes the ending is heavy and like obviously I don't want to see you know the Terry stuff is heavy but, like, I don't know. I don't think it's, like, that heavy. I think there are heavier episodes by far. I will say this, is that I, I remember when this aired, because I was in a very rough place emotionally, like, rough, rough, like, on the verge of, like, my first real crazy bout with depression. So, I mean, I remember where I was, and so I just remember that episode being very, very heavy. And then it was just, like, emotional hit after emotional hit. Like, first off, they get ambushed, then Terry dies, and, you know, Jay's super emotional, and then, you know, Jay's just, like, on the rampage trying to find who did this. And then we get Jay in his military uniform, which yeah. is something that the fans wanted for, like, like ages and it happens and then like crying jay and i'm just like there's so much jay like it's brutal yeah i see i didn't think it's that brutal but i understand why you think it's brutal now i can't do it when i can't handle jay angst like i can but i don't like it fair fair i'm a limp fair that episode's brutal brutal and i love this episode though Poor Charisma Carpenter, like, she got so much hate from the fandom when she was on the show for, like, X amount of episodes. So much hate. I felt bad for her. Yeah. I mean, definitely doesn't deserve that. I mean, do I like her character? No. Do I? Does she deserve the hate? No. (sighs) Yeah. That's a brutal one. Brutal. So... Um, oh god in that scene when he walks in and she just walks up and hugs him and she's like I heard it on the scanner and he's just like Aaron I'm okay and he's just like so numb when he says it oh my heart when I also just love the moment at the end too where she finally you know everything gets solved or whatever and she's been trying Charisma Carpenter's character's been trying to ask Jay out for like the whole episode Mm -hmm. and she like finally thinks she's gonna do it and he's like oh sorry you know like he's like I have someone waiting for me at home you know like I just I love that moment we need to do a Linstead episode so we can properly get our feelings out. Yes. Just, just like, get the angst yes. out. Do a self-therapy session. It's the same thing, too. Maybe we need to do a Dossie episode, too, this summer. Oh, my God. Like, Bursic a hybrid? first, because Bursic is, like, still current. Yeah, yeah. But, like, yeah. Like, a hybrid Dossie Linstead episode? That may be, like, a five-hour episode. <laughs> we got time over hiatus. Yeah, we'll just start at, like, 12 p.m. <laughs> just record but yeah if I we're both we vaccinated by then you could just come here and we could do it together i mean i i ain't gonna complain about that i'm, I'm not either i'm not either so um see we're just getting hiatus ideas as we talk it's just you know yeah but i do think we need you a lens that episode because there's just so many good moments it's the same thing like you were just talking about dossie too like 
just current feelings aside doesn't mean you can't appreciate like what it was and like there's a ton of good Linstead moments there's a ton of good Dossie moments and I think you know yeah those deserve to be honored too yep yep the Berzik first because people have been asking us for Berzik for like ever and the Berzik one's gonna take like forever to prep that's gonna take us like a month to prep but it's gonna be worth it oh yeah so worth it so worth it okay next up on my my list this is my last fire one this is a recent one as well this is 905 the elevator episode oh yeah 905 905 um again just just well-rounded execution was perfect i mean it is so hard like from a writing standpoint to put two characters in one place and come up with enough content to fill an hour yeah and uh, yeah, it's just impressive. The execution on that episode was just impressive. And the way they they like weaved in the storylines, like Chloe's pregnant, it's Herman's lucky day. And it was just art, the way that that whole episode was crafted. So clearly Gina likes the battle episodes. Yeah, I guess I do. I guess I do. Like now you've got two on your list. Clearly you like battle episodes. And I didn't do an honorable mention, but if I did an honorable mention, I think Dawson's would be in there too clearly you like bottle episodes i guess i do i just realized that now um but i i don't like the brett and stella and foster one because that's not a true bottle episode a true bottle episode is one character on their own that's fair Mm -hmm. but that is a good episode too though yeah it is it is it's very good um i guess i do like the bottle episodes huh also i would say the brett foster uh stella one is also not a true bottle episode because we also have the chilling cook-off storyline happening at the firehouse yeah and that would not happen in a true bottle episode but it is still a great episode yes 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 what's your next one okay so my next one is really hard and i i struggled with this whether it made the list or not because i struggle with whether to actually say it's a favorite so i'm gonna put this okay so it's PD613, and it's called Night in Chicago. The reason this one makes my list is because I feel like this... I've watched this a couple times. I think the reason this one makes my list is I think this is PD... and Because obviously, we all know there's a big shift in between, like, PD seasons one through four, and then PD, like, five through eight and, like, beyond. Yes. And there's... It's just different tonally. It's just... It's, it's different. Not saying one is better than the other. Clearly, I have episodes from early PD seasons on here, too. Like, I mm-hmm. like both halves. But to me, I think this type of episode, when they're tackling the actual, like, real stuff on, mm-hmm. you know, like, and this is, like, a big episode, I think this is, like, some of PD's best stuff at it. Like, PD at its best. Yeah. Especially in these more recent seasons. And this, I mean, like, I think this is so... Like, this is just a, the best example of PD in this most recent season's, like, at its finest. Yeah, um, and th- this is on my list, too. I, I 100% agree. Yeah, I just, I, I think this is, I mean, it hurts. Like, it makes me angry every time I watch it. I think about it differently every time I watch it. So, like, I struggle to say, I, it is, I guess, a favorite. Obviously, I, I do really like this episode. I think it's very well done. But, like, I just, to me, like, I enjoy PD, I think, a lot more in these recent seasons when they're talking about real stuff. Yeah. And this is the best example of that. 100%. 100%. Also, if you guys don't know what Night in Chicago is, I mean, 
first of all you should just for the title but if you don't know what it is it's the episode when tommy doyle kills the guy that atwater's undercover with it's the part one of the tommy doyle atwater stuff not only have we covered this once we've covered it twice we revisited it last year we did uh that episode is amazing yeah and it's just like it's like sickening when when that gun goes off and that's what I'm saying. Like, I struggled whether to not or put it on this list because, like, favorite. Like, I feel like that that just is a weird word to use for this episode. Mm-hmm. Um, saying that, oh, yeah, I love Night in Chicago. It's my favorite episode. Like, I, I struggled with, like, calling it my favorite. But, like, I couldn't not put it on this list because I just feel like this is PD in the second half of the show. Like, I, I don't know. I feel like it's one of its best episodes. No, I, th- I think it's fair to call it a favorite. I mean, if it had an impact on you, I mean, it's memorable for that reason. So I think that's yeah, totally maybe, fair. Yeah, maybe memorable is a better word. You know what I'm saying? Like, I just struggled. Like, favorite just seems like a weird word to pick for this episode. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, maybe memorable is a more word, a more apt word for this. I don't know. But. No, it's fair. I think that's fair. So, so. Um, now we're moving into the PD portion on mine. And uh, my favorite PD episodes, they're kind of my old faithfuls. Like, I've talked about both of these before. So, uh, my first favorite is season two, episode two, The Way Station. Um, only because I will take every opportunity possible to hear Jay Halstead's calm voice. Okay, I need you to stay calm. Just stay calm, okay? I need you to call 911 now. Lincoln 5021 emergency. I need backup at 4292 South Emerald Street. I just it's wonderful like I just I want to fall asleep to that every night it's again it's it's ASMR like when Chicago style I love that yeah so and since okay since the first time you asked me that question I've thought about it some more about like more like one Chicago ASMR um okay so Jay's calm voice obviously fire department call out that's an obvious one um get the long guns I wouldn't consider ASMR because it's Voight who says it and Voight terrifies me um, <laughs> let's see let's see any sort of words of wisdom from dr charles that moment when he has dr choice say the serenity prayer i'd put that on a one chicago asmr tape mm-hmm. um let's see let's see let's see let's see what else you got this stella kid yes 100 percent. 100 percent um any herman speech that's like words of wisdom you can't put a Bowden knot on there because you can't hear that. <laughs> um, Gallo, when he was talking to, uh, no, that, that scene right before they hooked up when they were just like whispering to each other and being adorable and flirty. Oh, when he, with Gianna? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Just flirty Gallo. Let's just put flirty Gallo. Everywhere. Gallo so, flirting just... with anybody. Because mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. like I was thinking, I thought you were going to talk about his scene with Violet, which is also like, yeah, but then he just flirty Gallo. This kid's got game. I mean, even that was sexy when he was flirting with Gal- with a Violet. Yeah, I just ugh. flirty Gallo. I, I, he could totally flirt with me, even though I'm taken. I would just sit there and giggle and be like, <laughs> "Gallo, talk to me." <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. That would happen, and then Gina would be, or Brenna would be like, "Gina, pull it together. Pull it together. We are at a press event. Act like an adult." And I'd be like, "Anybody talk to me?" <laughs> I know. Yeah, I love. That. I, I can't believe we still haven't met a, not met Alberto yet. Oh, I know. I know. It's probably. I, mean, I interviewed the, him, but like, I haven't met him yet. It's probably for the best for his sake because I would turn into a twelve-year-old girl. Like the twelve-year-old me who loved probably. NSYNC is still in there. So probably um, same, same. Oh yeah. Yeah, I, I would just be like, Brian, I do the talking because I, I can't open my mouth. Like, nothing good will come out of it. <laughs> It'll just be like, you're so cute. Uh, just, yeah. 
So um, the way station just, yeah, it's my favorite. Jay's calm voice. It's wonderful. And that's a Jay trauma episode that I can deal with. I don't know why. I can deal with that one. It's a good one. Okay. So now I'm moving into med-ish. Um, mm-hmm. We already talked about Fire 313, which was on my list too, which is the med back door pilot. I had that in my med section, whatever. Anyway, so my next med one. Med 112, which is guilty. Um, so one of the reasons, I guess the main reason I like this episode a lot, or this is one of my most comfortable, I mean, it's the episode where Maggie's arrested. And to me, that's just kind of always really stood out. Um, also, Will still dealing with the fallout from the DNR, which is like, oh, Will. I mean, and like, that is med to me, is Will and his DNR. Like, that is just like iconic med um i mean it's it's either that or the panda so take your pick yeah um but for me honestly like i had this in my favorite scenes um for med is the connor and maggie conversation um from this episode i just i just i really like this episode i have sat in jail my buddy and i uh summer before i went to college We got busted trying to buy drugs off of an undercover cop. You? Yeah. (laughs) I mean, come on, at that age, you think you're invincible, right? Turns out, only one of us was right. My dad pulled some strings and he got me off. What about your friend? Well, his dad didn't own a department store. Turns out the lifeboat was only big enough for one of us, so I had a choice. I could stand by my friend, or I could jump in. So I jumped in the boat. I'm honored that you would share this with me. But if you want to make amends, you need to call your friend. I can't. He died of an overdose before I could... before I could work up the nerve. Yeah, you have this on your top ten favorite scenes, and I I had forgotten about this, but I love it. Yeah, written by our friend Stephen Hootstein. Um, Really good one. Yep. Friend, whether he likes it or not. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, that's a good one. And it just kind of, it puts a highlight on, on the trauma that, that, that Connor doesn't talk about. I mean, Connor went through a lot. I mean, most people just see Connor and think like privileged white doctor, but he had a lot of trauma leading up to his time at, at mm-hmm. med. So. Yeah. Yeah. I just, I really like that episode. Like I, I really like that episode. Yeah. And I don't like a lot of the early med episodes or they're not my favorites i'd say but i really like that one yeah my favorite med ones are stacked towards the back like four or five yeah i I hear you there so um next up on my list is season three episode seven of pd this is a dead kid a notebook and a bunch of maybes um this is the one with the swim coach who basically like had the kid murdered um i love this one because this is intelligence working at like peak intelligence they are a well-oiled machine in this episode it's just like peak performance um 
it's just all around a great episode. Um, you know, Jay, Jay does get a little triggered by the swim coach, which is, you know, it, it makes us wonder. We're just like, what, what did Jay go through that, you know, he's feeling that. This might have been the one that sparked that article we wrote together for Top Nerdy about Halsteads and headcanons. No, because I wasn't even watching PD as this aired. Oh, okay. Okay. It was the med one. It was when his dad was coming back and we we're like, oh, his dad's going to show up on med. You are like, right. His dad's going to show up on med. We should write this now. I mean, obviously, I think this played a big part in it, but like, yeah, no, it was the med episode that actually like inspired us. That was our first collaboration ever. Oh, <laughs> was such a good one. It was such a good one. Such a good start. The start of everything. Love it. Uh, yeah, I, I just love this episode. It's just a very well-rounded episode. The the, the story is really well-crafted. Uh, the the twists and turns that the case takes, it's it doesn't make you gloss over. You're still captivated through the, the whole thing, which is which is a hard thing to do for PD. Because, I mean, let's be real. These cases, a lot of us will gloss over midway through and be like, I have no idea what happened. Well, and that's what I think, too. I think the cases in the first half I I don't like saying half but like the first four seasons before the tone shift Mm -hmm. I think the cases were more engaging Mm -hmm. like I really enjoy watching the cases more in the first four seasons than I do in the last four seasons for the most part yeah and I think the cases in the last four seasons or three and a half seasons Mm -hmm. have been more poignant and more thought-provoking and more you know touching on real world stuff like they're definitely different kinds of cases but I think they're more I like the I don't know I like the lightheartedness. I think more of the earlier cases yeah because they, the they were part. they yeah because you could process them you could you could digest them and process them in that one night now and again we're not saying that like the cases now are bad we're just saying that it's so dense which is not well, a bad thing And I think a lot of it has to do with the tone shift, right? Like there was a lot more humor in the first four seasons, Mm -hmm. really the first three seasons, four is kind of the turning point, Uh, but there's a lot more humor. And I think that helps, you know, in terms of digesting the cases and just in digesting the storylines period. And there is no humor anymore, which is fine, but like, it definitely plays a role, I think. Right. Right. Uh, So... Yeah, no, I, I'm, I'm with you on that one. Definitely with you. But, and, and that was a case that kept me entertained the entire way. And there was, there, they just had a case heavy episode that was just like that, where the case had you like enthralled. Oh, it was the one with, um, with Jay and the guy who was trying to solve his son's murder. It was the one that just happened mm-hmm. where the case was super entertaining and you were captivated the whole way through. Yeah, I thought that was, that was definitely, I think the best case one this year. I mean, hats off to the writers. It is really hard to craft stories like that on the fly. It is so hard. For sure. Uh, but yeah, I definitely think the tone shift is like way more noticeable when it comes Big time. to cases too. I don't think I've laughed at a Chicago PD episode in a long time. No, but you laugh all the time at the earlier ones. Right. Yeah. Right. Okay. So my next one is Med 223. So the season finale of Med 2. And this is titled Love Hurts. Um, so this is when Robin goes back into the psych. She has that psychiatric or she oh, has the psychotic break. breakdown. Yeah. Yeah. And she goes back into the facility. Um, this is also the beginning of Manstead and Sex Toy. Oh my. Um, for real. Or well, Manstead for real, I guess. Mm-hmm. Um, and then also this is when Dr. Charles gets shot. Hmm. I don't know. For me, one of the I really like 
I know med season two is definitely a sore point. It is for me too. It is for me too. I still haven't seen like part early parts of med. I've not, I don't think I've seen ever seen all of med of season two. Um, but those last few episodes starting with Jay and Will's father coming to the hospital, Mm -hmm. um, I thought were really strong. And I was like, Oh, like if this is the way med's going to be, like I can I like I can get into this mm-hmm. if this is the way it's going to continue like I really thought those last couple episodes were really strong um and this one I think too I just I just I really like this one this one's really memorable for me I really enjoy um seeing Manstead and Sexway both like kind of come to life for the first time um for real Manstead for real I guess mm-hmm. um but yeah I just I really like this episode it's a good one that's a good pick that's a good pick yeah so Okay, now we're moving into med for mine. Um, first med one up. And I guess, okay, so we, we've concluded that with fire, I like the bottle episodes. With PD, I can't handle the J trauma. I guess with med, I like the weddings. Um, <laughs> season four, episode nine, till death do us part. This is the Manstead wedding. Manstead, yeah, Manstead. Well, I almost said that. Manstead. Almost wedding. wedding, almost wedding. Okay, so so what I'm about to say is very nerdy and Brian is going to judge me for it, but I don't really care. Um I'm starting to realize that like there are certain like nonverbal ways in, in in Nick's acting that just kind of like suck you in. Um, I know, I know. I'm a Will stan. I'm a Nick fan because he's goofy and he's funny and he's really nice. Okay, don't judge me. <laughs> this is so fun. Okay, continue. Okay, there's a certain like nonverbal quality to his acting that I think really like sucks me in, and so it's it's that last scene that always gets me right? It's that very last scene when like they meet up, he gets blood on the dress and whatever, but it's like how they're both crying. And then he's just like, Jay, like, give me a minute. And then he's like, I love you, Natalie. And just like, there's something about that whole episode that just like gets me. Right. And the only reason that I'm just like, oh yeah, it's something like nonverbal in his acting is because the promo for next week's episode, it's the way he hugs her that I'm like, my feelings, like, what are these emotions I'm feeling? Um, so I just, I love that one. I feel like it's a very, again, well-rounded. It's, it, the story keeps you captivated. This is the one when Will puts the drill to the guy's head and I made the, the elf on the shelf joke that got Jesse's attention and he was like, no. <laughs> I forgot about that. Yeah. So, um, yeah, I just, I like that episode. God, you are such a Will stand. I really am. <laughs> it's just... <laughs> recently it's become so apparent oh my god it's become so bad i know and i like every time i'm like i'm gonna tone it down something new happens and i'm like fuck yeah i don't know it is a, it is a i don't know it's not my favorite because i think that storyline's a little crazy but i mean yeah what i mean you didn't come in contact with some mobster <laughs> before your wedding who was gonna like let you borrow the venue and then your detective brother had to save you when you got kidnapped by his goonies like that never happened to you yeah that's what i'm saying on a medical show not even the pd show are you even a tv doctor if you've never taken a drill to someone's head i'm trying to think if there's a medical show that i've watched that they haven't done that i'm i'm my first my first thought is to go to scrubs and i'm like no i mean scrubs was a funny show but they did it on Grey's. I, Grey's was like the originator. Yeah, I will never forget that. And I just yeah. remember that one with Izzy turning around and going, Rockstar! Yeah. Meanwhile, Meredith's like drowning. Yeah. 
Yeah. Cue the Snow Patrol. Um, <laughs> but actually, though, because I think they actually did play Snow Patrol in that episode. I'd have to go back and look, but I'm curious now. It's bad. I, I got I got the Will Halstead feels bad. You really do, though. Maybe I don't need the COVID vaccine. Maybe I need that vaccine. Like the Will Halstead stand <laughs> vaccine. <laughs> I don't know. What are you even saying right now? <laughs> talk <laughs> okay let me like center myself <laughs> i hate me i hate me i don't ha- you i can't believe you guys listen to us we love you <laughs> have we mentioned that lately we love you guys okay center myself okay <laughs> okay so my last one of my top 10 is it's a crossover and I know we did top 10 crossovers and I tried really because like obviously I do really like a lot of the crossovers like one of my first thoughts in terms of favorite episodes is I do really like the one they where they get gish um mm. you know for Shay um I like a lot of the crossovers but we did a top 10 crossovers so I really tried hard not to put that many crossovers on my list mm-hmm. but I couldn't not put infection on there infections on mine too i honestly think if i ranked these in like a preference order infection may honestly be number one that's a legit three-hour movie right there it is and i just think it's everything that's good about this franchise oh 100 100 aside from the fact that it predicted the pandemic before it happened but still we don't talk about that <laughs> um but yeah i just i think it's everything that's good about this franchise it's just it's just it's so good it's so rewatchable um yeah I just the crossover aspect it really flows like a you know part of the issue with some of the crossovers before it was like oh this is a fire episode that then leads into a PD episode but like Voight makes an appearance so it's fine um (laughs) you know it whatever they weren't they were crossovers but like yeah um but like this is like a true crossover like everybody's crossing over all the time and it like you said it's a three-hour movie Oh, straight up, straight up. I will never forget the visual of all of them showing up to the parade and LaSalle is just a ghost town. Yeah. Yeah. And like, especially too, like getting them to watch them film part of that crossover will obviously, well, twice because we saw PD filming and fire filming. Mm-hmm. Um, but like that will just obviously have a special place in our hearts too. Um, but yeah, I just, I think this is the shows, the franchise at its best. Like if I were, you know, especially if you don't, if you need an episode where you don't really need a ton of like backstory. And I was like, hey, and someone's like, hey, do you want to see like, I want to kind of want to know what, what when Chicago is about. I'd be like, watch Infection. Mm-hmm. 100%. Yeah. Um, it's just, yeah. it's so good. It's so rewatchable. And yeah, I think like I said, I think if I had to like actually put these in preference, I Infection would be one, I think. Yeah, that was a crazy one. And, and and trust us when we say that people were not happy about LaSalle being shut down. Not happy. No, 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 no. No, no. Um, but yeah, that was just an experience. That was, yeah. And watching the fire kids like walk by as we were trying, like we're just like watching home and we couldn't really see a ton, but like everybody's walking by and we hadn't met Blake yet. So like Alberto walked by and we were all just like, it's the new kid. Like, yeah. Yeah, it was, it was so cool. good. It was cool. Yeah, cool experience. So I love, yeah, Infection is just amazing. Amazing. Well, we did an Instagram live on that one, didn't we? No, we did one on when Nadia died. Yeah, it was when Nadia died. We should do an Instagram live for Infection. 
Oh Lord, a three-hour movie, Jesus! We did a three-hour crossover before, and then we but finished. We also technically with... covered infection. We oh, hadn't man. covered Nadia's death. Brutal, brutal. Yeah, yeah. But good yeah, stuff. infection's really good. Good stuff. So, uh, yeah, that one's on my list too. So, so now we're coming to the last one on my list. And again, I like the weddings on Med. So, five seventeen, the ghost of the past. This is Maggie and Ben's wedding. We don't often get to smile and enjoy med moments. There's not a lot of those, and we we got to we got to just sit and bask in the end of that episode and just love it. And also, it's just the bowling alley reception. I mean, hell yes, goals, right? Yeah, so good. Yeah, I think um, you mean strikes, Gina. <laughs> yay i didn't make a bad joke this time yay i just couldn't help myself anyway. no that that was good that was good that was cool. good um yeah we don't often get to smile and enjoy you know a happy moment in a med episode and usually if we do there's a catch and there was no catch on this one and it was just a really nice simple moment even despite what had happened earlier in the episode that like crockett kissed april and this is the one when like uh no this is not when they kiss this is when it like blows up when april has the um ohss ovarian hyperactive stimulation yes. yeah um and somehow she's able to go. But yeah, I, like there is drama that happens early in the episode, but we get to just sit back and enjoy the rest. And it's just sweet. And and Maggie deserves the world. That needs to be a sticker. Oh my God. Mm-hmm. So yeah, that's my top 10. Are we in honorable mention territory now? Yes, we are. All right, go for it. Um, okay. So this is the one where honestly, that kind of got me thinking about this whole thing and like rethinking and like kind of wanted to make me rethink about my top 10 and my favorite episodes okay so fire 208 is in my honorable mentions it used to be my favorite or one of my favorites and it's no it's it's still it's it's close but honestly well i do really love this episode and if you guys don't know what um fire 208 is it's rhymes with shout um so casey's like saying goodbye to the darden boys in this episode um obviously uh Severide's trying to get to know Katie um Cruz and Zoya is still a thing um I mean but the biggest thing the biggest moment that come out of this episode is like Casey is like finally makes a move on Dawson and like shows a better door to end the episode um and they have their first kiss and it's and it's hot yeah it's good but like the more I think about it it's just I think my feelings, you know, when I first said this was, like, my favorite episode, Dossie was still around, and, you know, this, I mean, that was, like, four years ago almost at this point, um, and I think I've just, I think my perspective shifting has, like, kind of altered my view of this episode just a little bit, um, so I still really like this episode, it's just not my favorite anymore. I mean, it's, like, in my honorable mentions, but, like. That's interesting that it fell out of your top ten yeah interesting interesting um yeah that's a good one and that makeout scene at the end is super hot and she looks so good too because she's about to go out to like shouts boat party or whatever and she puts on that red lipstick i can't pull that off so good for her yeah it's good stuff good stuff so okay first up on my honorable mentions because i just threw one together while we were talking um <laughs> dawson's bottle episode so like season six i want to say 404 but that's the forbidden episode I want to say it's six. I think it's like 604 maybe. Yeah, I think so. I'm uh, pulling that up now. I I do love this one. Um, I mostly love it for the very end when she finally gets out of the damn garage. And um, 
she and, and Dossie just has that hug where he's just like, it's over. It's okay. It's like 604. 604. Okay. Um, yeah, I just love that one. And mostly for that Dossie scene at the end. But like, of course, Gabby would like run into a construction zone and be like, shit's about to collapse. It's a very Gabby way to get herself in that situation. But it's also a very Gabby way how she handles it and how she gets out. And then just like the nice scene at the end with she and Casey. And then, you know, Casey's ceremony at the end. And it's just a all around good story. Yeah, it's a good one. Yeah. Um, next one on my list is Fire 307 um called nobody touches anything um, yes cruzumba i mean number one reason cruzumba this was cruzumba mm-hmm. i remember this because it's the first part of a crossover yes it is it leads into the um the child like the pornography yeah mm-hmm. and yeah, aaron's yeah. brother yeah i like that part it's fine it's not the reason why it's like my favorite um cruzumba number one mm-hmm. obviously um i also really like I know we, like, make a lot of jokes about Severide getting married in Vegas. I know, and I know that, like, Brittany is, like, a joke. Um, but this is the first episode where he comes back and tells everyone that he's gotten married in Vegas. Um, I also just really like these episodes. I actually really like this one. I also, it was really hard between, like, this one and the next one, which is the helicopter crash on the building episode. Um, you know, and then, like, Brittany's down on the ground and she's, like, freaking out. <laughs> um. I actually really like some of the Britney episodes only because I feel like we learned a lot about Severide and then like when Severide finally starts to open up a little bit about Shay and the real reason he got married in Vegas and you know his just his PTSD from the whole thing um I really like that and so like I like seeing Severide kind of open up um in a different way um and yeah I, I really like those episodes so yeah that's a good one. That's but a good one. I picked the first one because of Cruzumba. So. There's a certain like almost innocence in the first like three seasons where even though it's heavy, serious stuff, there's like a lightness to it. Mm-hmm. Um, there's just a certain innocence about it that makes it kind of like airy and light and enjoyable. Not to say that it's not enjoyable now, but you know what I mean? Yeah, for sure. Um, yeah. But yeah, I totally, yeah, I know we make fun of the Britney stuff, but I actually kind of like some the Britney episodes. Nice. Nice. I have a little bit of a grudge against not, well, not the actress who plays her, but like, I guess like that, I don't know. So Graceland is a cop show that I'm a sucker for, right? It's on Hulu. She was in Graceland and um, her character like briefly killed Aaron Tveit's character. And so anytime I see her now, I'm like, not her again, even though like separate characters, but yeah, very separate characters. Clearly. Go watch Graceland. It's so good. Oh my God. It shouldn't have gotten canceled. But that's beside the point um okay my next honorable mention is pd 210 i think is two i think it's 210 it's the warehouse episode um this is when burgess gets her powers plain as day like yeah yeah um wait 210 or the the warehouse up no the warehouse episode's 215 215 okay um 210 is the aftermath of when she when she shot okay sorry 210 shouldn't have been alone uh 215 215 okay. warehouse episode key note there um, yeah i'm just trying to figure out which one you were talking about okay continue uh, i guess that's a bottle episode isn't it i'm a sucker for bottle episodes you really are today i learned um yeah and again you take a character you stick her in one spot and you come up with enough enough obstacles to fill a whole hour in one giant space like that like it's so impressive um i it's wish all- they would have done more pd bottle episodes i know i know like that's all we've gotten yeah yeah 
Um, this is also the episode with the infamous like SPAG with the taser training. Um, this is also the episode when Voight says like my all-time favorite line when Voight, the guy's like, hey, you're part of the certification too. And Voight goes, nah, I'll just stick to tickling perps to death. That's probably the last time I laughed at PD. That's a good one. So great one. Okay. My next one is like a deep one, deep emotional one, but I do really love this episode. Um, 801 fire. Oh my goodness. I don't even, yeah. 801 fire. That's the one when Otis dies for those of you who don't remember. Yeah. I just, the thing that I do really like about this episode, um, I like that while it really sucked and it really hurt and it was really unexpected, I like that that's so morbid. I like that they reminded us that, like, how fragile life is in this line of duty and that, you know, it's not just like, oh, yeah, because we're on television, everyone's going to be around, you know, like, death's unfortunate. Like, it's a dangerous job. And, you know, sometimes deaths do happen. And, um, you know, it sucked that it was Otis. But I think the way the tribute, of course, with the memorial at the end, mm-hmm. the statue, and the way they've continued to honor Otis in the last season and a half, um, I think it's beautiful. And I, I, I just, yeah, I, I really like that episode. I think, yeah. it's a, I think it's just a beautiful tribute. I, the first thing I always think of with that episode, I think of that song by the band Perry, like If I Die Young. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, just it's so emotional and impactful. And yeah, and you see like the fragility of life, like you said, and just the shock on everybody's faces of how it literally is like that, how you're here one minute and you could be gone the next. I mean, Otis didn't set out for that call knowing it was going to be his last. Yeah, for sure. Um, but yeah, and then you see like Brett um, dealing with the stuff, you know, because obviously Brett goes back to Indiana and Fallerton and you see um, like this is, you know, it's just, it's, it's good stuff. Yeah. You can yeah. a foster. It's, it's, it's good stuff. It's good stuff. Yeah. Um, next on my honorable mentions is the season one finale of Med. And the only reason that this is on my list is because of the full circle that we come to with Rose and Downey. Um, the the scene that always sticks out in my head from this episode is the end when you see Connor on the beach and he spreads Dr. Downey's ashes. Um, yeah, I don't know what it is about that episode that just kind of is very impactful and striking it's just a lasting memory i have of that episode it's a good one yeah um so my last two are just pd honorable mentions um 102 mm-hmm. is what i honestly that's what was probably the closest one to like making the list um is you know diego's kidnapped by pulpo um and obviously intelligence goes to find him um Jay realizes that Aaron has like a past. This is like, I mean, it's basically the second half of the pilot, even though they're two separate episodes. Yeah. Uh, but like, we're still learning a lot about these characters. Um, obviously, Jules died in the first, in the pilot. Um, and so this is ends up being the, you know, we see her funeral. And this is where, um, you know, Voight says the line from our intro. Um, it's just, it's just, it's a good one. Dare I say 102 is better than the pilot? Yes. It's, it is it is yeah i mean the pilot's good i mean the pilot's fine you know it's good but like yeah i think or i think it honestly be better if they were just like yeah it's a two-hour pilot yeah yeah like to me they kind of go together because of the way the pilot ends on a cliffhanger like 
okay. But anyway. True. True. So but also just Pulpo is just so iconic in um PD and it's just uh, you know, I think this is the best Pulpo one, but it's just yeah. It's good. It's really it's good. Just, it's a good it's a good rewatchable episode. Yeah. So um my last honorable mention pales in comparison to that. Um it's early season three of Med, and it's basically, I mean, it, it's the early days of Manstead when they're just super cute and like adorable and lovey-dovey and this is the one where at the end they go on the ferris wheel and like natalie's afraid of heights and will's like don't worry i'll be here the whole time and they're just adorable and um yeah i like that one again it's very rare that we're just straight up happy with no catch on med and that episode was one of them yeah i have one more pd 301 life is fluid oh <laughs> i know it's a tough one but like oh it's good it's it's good shit it's good shit <sighs> it's 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 pretty crazy for you guys who don't know what that one is it's uh when jay gets abducted at midway yeah yeah and it's it's the reason that we distinguish the two airports in chicago by oh you're flying into o'hare you mean where jay wasn't kidnapped that's that's basically that's our conversation oh you're flying into midway you mean where jay was kidnapped yeah yeah but yeah it's just it's good shit like, I don't need to, we've done an episode on that. I'm trying to remember, I, if I was smart, I would have looked up which episode it was. So we did 301. Um, but we have done an episode on that. So, like, if you want to hear our full thoughts, like, you can go listen to that episode. But that's it's just, it's good shit. It's we good. do spend an appropriate amount of time dedicated to the amazingness that is Jay Halstead's suit. Yeah. I didn't mention that earlier in the assignment of the year episode. <laughs> Jay in that outfit when he goes undercover with Aaron in the mm-hmm. sex club. like see there's a top 10 episode top 10 like men in suits oh I know do we even have enough for a top 10 or like uh, maybe I don't know but like or like top 10 like outfits or something because like the first one that I think of is Ruzik when he like arrests Freddy and he looks like a freaking rock star is that the yellow plaid Yes, it's the yellow plaid and like the fur hood and like the spikes and the hair. brown pants. Yes. Yeah, yeah, where he basically strolls up to the crime scene looking like Lenny Kravitz. <laughs> yeah. Yes, iconic. And uh, the aviators, like, oh god, that's really what you should have gotten your Ruzik pop to look like. Well, my Ruzik pop is gonna wear the yellow plaid, right? But like, you should have gotten it with like the fur hood and, sh- and the aviators. I know. I Does know. your Ruzik pop have aviators? He doesn't actually, but uh, you're still gonna know it's him. I mean, I know. I was just, it was just a joke. Yeah, I know. And I debated it. I was like, dude, like it's Ruzik. Like you gotta have the aviators. But then I was like, no. Like you're gonna have the yellow plaid. Like you're gonna know it's him. Fair. Fair. I'm not doing a vest on him, which I I might regret. But I think um, just to balance it out, I probably when I get Kevin, I probably need to get him without a vest too. Yeah. Yeah. Brian and I are in a very serious Funko <laughs> phase right now. Like we it's are. Like- hardcore it's so crazy we're like enabling each other too it's really bad um we're all on the funkos it's bad i definitely pre-ordered my deep pop this morning oh from the boys yeah Mm -hmm. definitely did that um yeah it's just it's really bad and so we both have are in the process of ordering like one chicago custom pops Mm -hmm. um you already have some yeah i have aaron and jay Mm -hmm. 
you ordered Ruzik and Burgess? Yes. And then my next round will be Atwater and Upton. And they will be a very quick turnaround because I got a complete set. Yeah. I have Casey and Severide. On the way. Yes. That's what I'm working on ordering. Um, And then I feel like I'm going to have to get Stella and Brett next. Mm -hmm. And then maybe I'll move into the PB kids. Um, But yeah, it's just. What outfits did you decide on for Casey and Sev? I decided on the white, like, long sleeve polo that mm-hmm. uh, Casey wears with, like, mm-hmm. the blue pants. Um, and then for Severide, I decided on, like, kind of similar with, like, the blue pants, but the squad jacket. Nice. Like, the okay. quilted squad jacket. Ooh, that's good. That's really good. Yeah. yeah. We've got Funko fever. Like, it's really it's bad. Just, it's, it's really bad. It's really it's bad. Really Have bad. you ordered any of the other WandaVision pops? no good job i was gonna well no actually i ordered monica okay monica's not here yet obviously um i was gonna consider ordering billy and tommy today because they came out but they was already sold out by the time i went to order it like Mm -hmm. five minutes later the only other one that i'll order from wandavision if they release it is agent Wu, and it's got to be him with the business card if it's not him with the business card i'm not doing it I ordered Monica. If they order, if they do Agent Wu or Darcy, I would order them. Mm-hmm. I don't know if they will, but I would order them. Um, if any of you have won Chicago Funkos, please send them to us. Please yes. send them to us. Yes. We, we want to see them to so see them. bad. Yes. Because it's going to turn into a custom obsession. Mm-hmm. 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 It already has. I mean, I already, I have my Nadia and Guzman customs. And now I'm at the point I'm like, shit, I kind of want my top 10 in like eventually throughout the years. And like, I want my top 10 in custom. Funkos. Like your top 10 ships? Maybe. I don't know. I've thought about that. And, and I actually, one of my top 10 ships is Leslie and Ben from Parks and Rec. I have Leslie. She is in my office, which I haven't been in in a year. But that's beside the point. But they don't make a Ben. Really? Really. Yeah. It's just like the Grey's Anatomy pups. They made a few of them, but I'm like, why didn't they make Alex Krev? I want Alex Krev. That's a good question. I did order Christina Yang so that when we do go back to the office, she can sit next to Leslie. Like, I have Meredith. Mm-hmm. But, or I will have Meredith. Um, but yeah, I'm like, I want Alex Krev. Um, I would also be totally on board for an Olivia Benson Funko. Like, yeah, yeah. There, there's some sets. I'm like, why? There's some sets when I realize I'm like, why the hell did Funko make these pops? But then there's some I'm like, why the hell hasn't Funko made this a set yet? Yeah, yeah. And I, what I what I'm looking for, like, what I'm really gearing towards is like when we go back to the office and like my on my desk, I want like I want powerful like TV women. So, like, I have Leslie. Christina will be added to that. I would put Olivia there. And then after that, I'm like, I don't really know what other TV women I'd put up there. Um, But, yeah. Yeah, I've just been ordering, like, characters and things that mean a lot to me. So, I have, like, a whole – there's, like, a lot up there now. So Welcome to meet us at Funko Chat. Um, (laughs) But actually, though. But actually, though. So, um. Yeah, those are our honorable mentions. We got a lot of listener responses. A lot. A lot. So we're going to go through those now. And you're going to see how similar. There's a lot of overlap in these, but there's also a lot where we're just like, ooh, that's a deep cut. Mm -hmm. Um, Yeah. So let's start off. And we're going to start off with Hallie. First one up on Hallie's list is PD207. This is They'll Have to Go Through Me. The title rings a bell, but the episode does not. Oh, 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 no, never mind. Is this the one with the loan sharks? 
I don't know. I don't remember. Wait. No, I know exactly which one this was. The, never mind. This is okay. So this is the J one where um, the guy is murdered, and it's basically like this. Basically, a lot of people are getting killed, and Cot's daughter is no. Cot's daughter is not one of them. But it turns out that like these these people come and they like abuse this guy's father. And they were loan sharks or something. And so a bunch of people start getting hits taken out on them. And it turns out that it's the son. I remember this one. The son's military. So um, they go to the hospital and the son is like defending the mom because the mom's in the hospital. And this is the one where Jane negotiates with the kid. And he's oh, just, yeah, you know what I'm talking about. That's that episode? That's that episode. No, it's not, Gina. They'll have to go through me? No, I literally just looked it up. It's not at all. It's the... PD part of the pedof- uh, the pedophile one. I could have sworn that like th- that was the line when Jay's in the hospital and he's like, buddy, they'll have to go through me first. Yes, I mean, that does make sense, but no, that is not that episode. Um, what right, episode fine. is that, though? What episode is I that? I think it now is I'm- season two. Okay, keep talking and I'm going to find that episode. Okay, I'm so... On, I'm on Wikipedia. I'm, I'm on it. <laughs> Okay, so that's Hallie's first, is they'll have to go through me. Um, second on Hallie's list is 402 of PD. Um, this is right after Justin dies. Uh, 402, 402, 402. Is this, this might be the, oh, 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 I think I know which one this is. Okay, this is the one where they find the dead kid in the refrigerator. Am I wrong on that one too? I don't know. I think I'm right on that one. This is when they find the dead kid in the refrigerator and um, made a wrong turn. No, wait. Intelligence searches for a missing woman who disappeared from the most dangerous neighborhood in District 21. Made a wrong turn. I think this is that one, though, because Aaron, no, this is, well, never mind. I'm thinking this is after um, after Aaron's spiral. That's not. It's after, um, yeah, it's after Justin died. That's a good one. That is a good one. Uh, okay. 408 is next on Hallie's list. And 408 is a shot heard around the world. Um, a highly trained killer wages war against the Chicago Police Department. I think I remember this one. Um, when, yeah, there's quite literally like a sniper taking out police. And um, all I remember about that one is that there's there, there was a shot from the promo where um, you see like all of pretty much all of PD like running into Mad behind a stretcher. And during the promo, everybody was like, oh, my God, who's on the stretcher? Oh, my God, who is it? But it was nobody we knew. That's what I remember about that one. Uh, let's see. PD 505. Let's see which one that is. 505. Let's see. We really should have done this before, but like, yeah, it's fine. It's fine. I'm still looking for this episode and I have not find, found it yet. Oh, PD505. This is called Home. So this is the one when Atwater and Voight find the, the kids in like practically like a dog house outside the house. And it's basically a smuggling ring that preys on foreign adoptees. Oh, yeah, I yeah, that one's pretty tough. Um, and then PD 613, which we covered, that's Night in Chicago. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so um, Hallie also had Chicago Med 501 on there. Um, 501 being right after the Manstead accident. Um, and when Connor leaves. And, and when Connor the leaves. The end of the Ava stuff. And the Ring Saga, all that stuff, yeah. Um, and then any and all episodes with Micaiah Cox. I love her. I love McKay Cox. I, yes, I agree, but I love her on The Rookie. 
Like, I love her the rookie too. Role of her so far, and I just so good. I'm behind on the rookie, like by two episodes. You're behind? Yeah, man, I'm behind. What the hell, Gina? Well, you have time to catch up. It doesn't come back on till the 28th. I know. Um, but like, you got to catch up. I'm behind by two because um, Charlie and I went out. Like the promo for the 28th, you gotta, you gotta catch up. Oh my. Okay. Okay. Um, I will catch up. Yeah, you gotta catch up. I don't want to spoil it, but like the promo, Mm -hmm. the promo. (laughs) So Celine has PD 215 and 210 as her two first episodes, and so 215 is the warehouse. 210 is when she gets shot. uh, Is when Burgess gets shot. Next up is PD 310, which I'm scrolling to refresh my memory on which one that is. Let me see. PD 310 is Now I'm God. Oh, God, this is the other. Um, no, this isn't the Gish one. This is an acquaintance from his past is caught putting lives in danger. This is the one with the doctor who um, was like overdosing patients on chemo or something. And like he was responsible for Camille's death. Oh, yeah. That's a good yeah, one. that is a good one. The deep cut kind of. I don't really remember that one um 409 and 419 from pd Let's see which ones those are and yeah we should have pulled these titles beforehand but hey real life sometimes is pesky and does things let's see okay 409 is don't bury this case oh my god this is the kelly severide one when um they think that kelly did like the drunk driving accident and it was really a car like smuggling ring mm-hmm. and this is the one where he basically looks at aaron and he's like let me rot yeah yeah, that's a good one. But I did also find it weird that Wait was like totally willing to leave Severide in jail for like a week. Yeah. Don't and, even get me started. And Casey was like, the fuck? And Wait was like, dude, I'm doing my job. Leave me alone. But also I was like, no, but Casey's got a point. Casey's got a point. Um, 419 is the one when Burgess's sister is raped. That mm-hmm. is a very, very heavy one. Um, she's also got 510 and 518 from PD. Let's see which ones those are. 518 is Ghosts. 518. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. 510, oh, 510 is Rabbit Hole. Oh, that's a tough one. Mm-hmm. Poor Jay. Poor Jay. That one is the one when he tells, what's her name? Like, I love you probably. Not I love you probably, but he tells her I love you. And we're all just like, huh? Oh, Camilla. Camilla, yeah. I wanted to call her Anna. I knew that wasn't her name. <laughs> um and then i was like i love you probably but that's a roman line so um yeah 614 so 614 is the one after night in chicago which one is that let's see let's see let's see did you find the lone shark one that i was talking about no (laughs) maybe it's one of those crazy episodes i dreamt up no it's not because i know which one you're talking about I, and it's killing me. Oh, 614 is when Upton and Burgess are kidnapped. Very stressful episode. Yeah. That was one that was like so stressful I didn't like it that I was like, no, no, I was too, too stressed, too stressed. Um, she's also got 701 and 702. Um, let's see. So 701 is doubt when, you know, they, they after they find Kelton murdered. Mm-hmm. Um sees or 702 i think is the intro of darius walker probably and then 801 803 and 805 so the we're into this season now um is 805 the the upstead in bed episode i don't know bedstead can we call them bedstead that's really funny (laughs) um 
Brenna's had it with me, by the way. <laughs> I know. Um, I'm just really mad that I can't find this episode. Because <laughs> I know which one. Oh, it's killing me. So 801, the season premiere. 803 is Tender Age when we first meet Michaela. 805 is the one about the carjackings. And I think that is the one when Upstead wakes up in bed. Good ones. Good ones. Uh, let's see. Jess has a bunch, or Jess only has a few from Fire. Jess said, A coffin that small. Yeah, and that didn't crack our list. A coffin that small is a really like big one. It's a good one. Yeah, it is a good it's one. It's not, I mean, it's not my favorite. It's definitely, I'd say, powerful mm-hmm. um, and obviously memorable, but I don't, it, it's not my favorite episode, but it is a really good one. It is good. Yeah. And then PD is 215, Burgess's Warehouse episode. Yep. 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 Um, Holly sent us a good list. PD301, Life is Fluid, Jay gets kidnapped. Brutal. Mm -hmm. Uh, 307 which is one on my list a dead kid a notebook and a bunch of maybes the swim team that's a crazy one 518 ghosts Mm -hmm. ghosts is yeah ghosts is a heavy one um it's a really good one that one was definitely one i considered too it's so good and titus welliver i mean he played a total jackass but he did a really good job playing a total jackass Mm -hmm. yeah that was good um 716 is on her list that's intimate violence the description an armed robbery case quickly turns into a homicide investigation when one suspect's background suggests domestic violence. Oh, Upton is forced to reckon with her childhood. This is the one with the roses when um, Upton, mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah, when, yeah, 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 that one. That is a good one. That is a good one. And then 803 and 804. So first time we see Michaela and then another one from this season. So good one. Um, her fire list is 206. Hey, hey there, 206 twins. Yeah, great, great, great episode. Um, 522, which is my miracle. Mm-hmm. and 809. 809 best friend magic best friend oh best friend magic and when dawson comes back oh my goodness yes yes so good so good um uh, she also had a list for med 219 of med which is- i think that's generation gap when uh papa halstead shows up okay uh 301 of med 301 of med manstead's all cutesy by that point yeah, this is no, this is like when the aftermath of my episode, like when Dr. Charles, after this, he gets shot and mm-hmm. Robin has her, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, 422, which I think is the finale for season four when Will proposes. Um, and then 501, which is the aftermath of the accident and all that good stuff. Well, no, Will doesn't propose at the end of season four. Um, no, this one she gets in the car crash. No, but then it leads to the whole saga with the ring. But weren't they engaged? No, they... This is when she's... No. Natalie is with Philip at this point. Right. Right. So Will doesn't propose in 422. No. But he's, like, about to tell her all the stuff. Oh, yeah. They're, like, in the car on the roof. Yeah. And she gets hit, and yeah. Yeah, yeah. So. Um, And also all of infection. Same. 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 Same, same. Um, CPD Halstead fan sent us three from PD. 803, Michaela. We meet Michaela for the first time. 518, Ghosts. And 622, the season the season finale from season six. So mm-hmm. good stuff, good stuff. Um, Kate sent over a dead kid, a notebook, and a bunch of maybes. We did talk about that one. That's great. Um, I remember her now. Which one is this? Going... Oh, when Halstead goes into the undercover girl 
center. Oh my God, that episode is so good. I'm kind of bummed I didn't put that in my honorable mentions. That's a good one. Mm-hmm. That yeah. is a good one. 413. It's a great 13. episode. Yeah. Um, Harley has a couple from Chicago Fire. The one where Casey gets in a civilian's car and rams the other one. And she put in parentheses, the one after Katya dies. So we're talking like season four? Yeah, or maybe the end of three. I'd have to... Oh! Yes, it is. It's the first one, because remember, Severide is no longer... I do like this episode. Severide mm-hmm. is no longer in charge of squad. Patterson's around, and they have the intersection or the street blocked off because of the drug houses, mm-hmm. and they're willing to let the drug house burn because it's a drug house, and the mm-hmm. neighbors don't want to actually speak up. That is a good one. Oh, okay, okay. God, I hate season four, but that's a good one. Yeah. yeah. Um, the one where Dossie gets back together, okay? And I hate that this is my response, but which time? Yeah, I know. Yeah, yeah. And then the episode when Kelly donates his bone marrow, which I think we've covered. Yeah, we did. No, we did Anna's death. Still, emotions. Emotions. Um, PD, 522. Yep, season finale of five. The episode when Jay goes undercover at the girls' school. Yep. And 804, where it's like the Bridgerton scene with upstead in bed. Yep, yep, yep. Mm -hmm. Yep. Uh, Rhiannon sent a good list of PD episodes. The Infection Crossover, same, mm-hmm. same. 518, which is Ghosts. 607, what is 607? Let's see, let's mm. see. Let's see here. Just based on this list, I'm sure it's probably an upset. I feel like these are big upset episodes. Oh, this is Trigger. Okay, so this is the one where, um, okay, so Intelligence suspects the leader of a local mosque is behind the bombing of an army recruitment oh, station. Oh, that one is a good one. Outwater's undercover in the mosque, and then Jay goes to negotiate, and he does the Halstead hello and, like, lifts up his uh, shirt. Yeah, yeah, good one. 614, 614, let's see. 614 <laughs> is Ties That Bind. This is the Upset, or Upton and Burgess episode. Mm-hmm. Yep um 620 is next on the list and 620 is sacrifice uh oh okay so this is the one with the woman who is stealing it's cheaper for her to steal her drugs than to buy them it's like stupidly expensive for her to it's medication she needs to survive basically Mm -hmm. and so there's like a pill smuggling ring and the only other reason that i remember this one is because the, the woman's name is gina fair that is a good one that is a good one um 622 the season finale that's a good one 702 and 703 let's see where we're at with 702 and 703 um i feel like that's a crossover 702 no not a pd okay because this was last year's pd oh oh right 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 okay um oh yeah both of these are really good okay so 702 is um when we meet Darius Walker, 703 is um, when we first see Rojas go undercover. Mm-hmm. And there's like the woman who owns the restaurant and then she goes in with Ruzik and she's just like, pretend like you're hurting me. And then the woman like freaks out. Yeah, yeah that's a good one. That's a good one. Um, Brian, I take it from here. Okay, so 709 and 710, 710, we obviously know that's when Jay... That's like the PD season, mid-season finale into the, you know mid-season premiere just like don't understand how people can rewatch that i can't handle the feelings yeah and then we talked about 803 and 804 yep so yeah okay um we've talked i think about most of these cassandra's list for pd has 518 
ghosts. Um, 602. Did we look that one up? I'm looking. 602. Let's see. Let's see. Let's see. 602 is endings. Let's see. Oh my goodness. This is when Jay's dad dies. Oh, okay. Yeah. 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 This was that screener I pulled all night watching and I was totally shook at the end and oh you did it for that one. I did it for the other for infection. I stayed up all night to watch that one. And then like Jay and Haley are sitting in the back of the ambo and he's like, I just couldn't have stopped myself. And then that's the also the beginning of Upsick, but like we don't want to talk about that. Yeah. Brutal. Um she also has six oh six. Um six oh six is I'm true looking- or false. Yeah, it's when an alderman's wife is beaten to death, Brennan pressures Voight to close the case. Upton shares a dark time from her past to get a confession. Oh, this is the one with, I can't remember his name, but it's the kid who didn't do it, and then he ends up hanging himself. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, we've also got the season six finale, 7.15, which I'm going... Oh, that's when Roman comes back. Yeah. Um, and then we have 803 and 804. Lots of love for 803 and 804. Yeah, for sure. Um, Upset PD21st on Twitter has a few from PD, of course. 518, 622. We've talked about these. 709, 710. Um, 716. Have we talked about 716? I think we have. Uh, let's see. Let's oh, see. yeah, we did. It was on Holly's list. Yeah, yeah. 803, 84. She also has Fire 415. Ooh. Ooh, ooh. I think that's the Marcella episode. Maybe? It's rare to have one from season four on there. Let's see. 415, Bad for the Soul. A suspicious call to a neighboring firehouse leaves some unanswered questions among the ranks of Firehouse 51. Huh. Does not ring a bell. Um, and then she also has Fire 615, which is the what's on my list. Um, and then we also have um, Fire 723, which is the first half of when Otis dies with the uh, Arnell fire. And Brett and uh, the chaplain get engaged. And I'm yeah. not leaving you. <laughs> yeah. Okay, so Zola's list has some from Fire. She has a coffin that's small, um, 119. Joyriding, 206. Hey-o. Rhymes with Shout, 208. Always, 301, which is like, oh my gosh, girl. Oh, do you like crying? Yeah. Um, she also has The Chance to Forgive, uh, 615. My Miracle, season five finale. Um, The entire infection crossover. And I'm not leaving you. The insane season seven finale. Uh, These are like brutal episodes she's got on here. Mm -hmm. My Miracle? Like that, even that one's a tough one. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Okay. So Bonnie has some from Fire. Um, she's got light things up, which I'm looking up right now. Light things up. Let's see. Let's see. Eight nineteen. Oh, Joe's wedding. Oh yes, that's a great one. Um, a Chicago welcome. Oh, this is the one when the old man's wife dies in the fire, and they just moved to Chicago, so they all go to the funeral at the end. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, that's um, a sweet one. That kind of heat is one of my favorites. That's on my list. That's 902. 
um let him die we just covered that one yeah yeah three something i don't remember like 310 311 yeah yeah um that's a good one and then sacred ground all all really good ones um i will never forget when we we were actually at the firehouse like when they they were filming something i don't even remember i think it was like part of the crossover but we had seen the premiere and nobody else had. And so we like very quietly ventured over to the other side of the firehouse just to see if the Otis Memorial was there. Um, and it was. And nobody noticed it. And we were just like, oh, my God. Like, Yeah. And we like were DMing Derek and we were like, Derek. Like, what? what the heck? And yeah. He like, yeah. We were like, what the fuck? That was funny. That was, that was funny. a great moment. Okay. Um, she also Bonnie also has some of the p- big PD fire SVU crossovers on there. She has the first one about you know Nadia, which is just like a killer one. Mm-hmm. Um, the other one, which I think is the pedophile one, I think it is. Yeah, it does it? It starts with nobody touches anything. Yeah, it's the yeah. pedophile ring. Yeah, and then she also has the other SVU crossover, um, which is when. Yates comes back and they're like looking for Yates. That's another episode that is just straight up fucking stressful. Like there's like captivating stressful where you're just like, oh my god, what's gonna happen? But also like I need to know. But then there's stressful where you're just like, stop, okay? Like I'm worried, quit. That is one of those. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Um, she also has on her list ghosts, which is 518, that Haley episode. Um, and then she also has 401, the silos, which oh, is man. obviously the aftermath of Justin. Sad. So like killer. I just okay. remember about, I just remember the big sweeping drone shot at the beginning of that episode when like the drone comes around and like you see Aaron in like the ditch. Mm-hmm. I still didn't think that he had killed Justin's killer for like, a, for a while. I was like, there's no way. There's no way. And then we, yeah. He and then he did. Okay. So... Haley actually has hers in like order of preference, which I really appreciate because mm-hmm. that's hard. That's hard. Um, so Haley's list goes, I'm gonna start from 10 because that's what she had them ordered. 10 fire 119, a coffin that small. Mm-hmm. Nine PD 807, instinct. Okay. Eight PD 206, prison ball. This is the first time prison ball has made somebody's list. That's a good one. That is a really good one. Yeah, that's when Ruzik and Outwater go undercover in the jail. Mm-hmm. That's a really good one. It is really good. Um, PD-108, Different Mistakes. Is that the one that ends at the yacht with, like, the... Oh, hold on. One, what, 108? Yeah. Let's see, let's see, let's see, let's see. Season one... Episode eight, different mistakes. Internal Affairs decides to shake things up with Void as he's also forced to work with a former partner during an investigation. Um, Mark DeCost, no, what is his name? The guy from Iron Chef, Mark DeCascos. Um, he's in this episode. Um, yeah, I don't remember it. Yeah. This isn't Peterson Get the Ambulance, is it? I don't remember. Yeah, I don't remember either um pd 110 at least it's justice this is when jay gets his badge pulled for lonnie he did lonnie yeah Yeah. um pd 419 last minute resistance that's burgess's sister's episode Mm -hmm. pd 210 shouldn't have been alone Mm -hmm. of course um her number three is the infection crossover Mm -hmm. pd 
PD, her second is PD215. What do you do? This is the one when Antonio goes undercover, right? 215? No, that's the Burgess Warehouse episode. Why do I always forget that? I don't know. We've talked about it like 10 times today. I know. Um, And then she has her number one is PD711, 43rd and normal. Which one is 711? I think that's the Burgess and Ruzik miscarriage episode. Oh my God. I think. I wanted to throw things after that episode. I think. Maybe it's not. Ruzik and Burgess's secret begins to have severe implications for their police work. It may not be the, uh, yeah. Anyway. So, yeah, that's Haley's. We've also got Jamie has a few from Pyre, a coffin that's small. Um, forgiving, relentless, and unconditional. Googling. Hmm. I don't remember that one. 318. Oh, this is when Mills finds out that um about his grandfather. Oh. Sweet yeah. baby Mills. Yeah. Charlie Barnett come back. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. And this is I think when Severide and April are starting to become friends again. Um, yeah, it's a good one. That is a good one. Um, she has Start Digging from PD. Which Oof. Three finale. Oh, yeah. And then the silos. So, like, Jamie, do you like to cry? Because, like, the Justin Voigt death stuff is, like, killer. Jamie loves her some angst. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and then she also has some of the crossovers. She has Infection, Nobody Touches Anything, which is the Lindsay's brother, pedi- pedophile. Pe- pedophile, Yeah. Not speak tonight. Um, <laughs> SVU one. She also has Nadia's murder, and then a dark day, twenty four hours. Nadia's murder. Like Janie, are you okay? I know. Do, do you need a hug? <laughs> um, and then we have from Ren Ray. I should all fire uh, one nineteen, which is um, a coffin that's small. Mm-hmm. Um, three oh six. Three oh six. Three oh six. Three oh six. Let's see. Let's see. I think Severide's married by this time. Is this the one right before Chopper? No. 307 is the one right before Chopper because that's the one I had on my list. Got it, got it, got it. Chicago Fire Season 3. Let's see. Episode 6. Mad Men and Fools. Casey goes to great lengths to protect his sister. Okay. Um, she has 413 Chicago Fire, um, which I'm looking at. Mysterious threats begin to emerge throughout Chicago, and the situation gets worse when news of a mass shooting brings Firehouse 51 into dangerous scene. Is this the one when they get stuck in the school? Mm, I don't know. Was that season four? I think it might. Chili was still around, right? Yeah. I don't remember. It might have been. It might be. It probably is. Um, 417. Man, someone who actually likes a couple episodes of... Hey, hey more power to you if you can sit through that that season. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Hold on. What happened to Courtney? Severide and Cruz discover the remains of a case that may have been connected to a case Severide worked on years ago. 
I think I remember that one. That's when he fights the guy at the end. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. I do remember that. Yep, 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 yep. Oh, man, so many episodes. Um, She also has 504. Fire. So 504 is Casey's bottle episode. Oh, yeah. I haven't, I haven't really watched that one. It's a good one, though. In a while, so. Um, 516 is the one when the gang takes over. That's a good one. We've done yeah. that one. Yeah. Um, 709, which I'm trying to remember in Fireworld, which one 709 is. Oh, nine. Always a catch. Oh, Take that's a- when Chloe has her accident. Oh, poor Chloe. Yep. Yep, yep, yep. Um, 819 is Cruz's wedding, 902 mm-hmm. and 906. Good stuff. Mm-hmm. Good stuff. So, any other notes on these top 10 episodes? No, but this was fun. This was fun. I, I think we I think we kind of ran the gamut between um, ours and then and, and our listeners. Yeah, and Googling on the and spot because clearly we should have done that beforehand, but it's fine. It's fine. It's fine. So yeah, um, that's about all we've got for this week. So hope you guys enjoyed that. I'm sorry I was freaking scatterbrained. Um, real life, y'all. Does things sometimes. Uh, yeah, so you guys know where to find us. Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, Tumblr. Meet us at Molly's right across the board. Email us anytime about anything. Meet us at Molly's at gmail.com. You guys, there's new merch that dropped today. Party horn. New merch, new merch. Not one, not two, but five new designs. Five, 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 five. Five new designs, all designed by the absolutely incredible Haley. She is at Stella's Upstead on Twitter. Stella, S-T-E-L-L-A-S, Upstead on Twitter. She's incredible. Um, follow her. She's amazing. Her we designs her. are, yeah, we love her. Her designs are just like unbelievable. Uh, yeah, so six new designs designed by Haley that are on our Tee Public store today. Please go check those out. They're on sale for the first like day or two when they go live. So go do the thing. Uh, yeah, if you like the show, which we really hope you do, please take the moment to leave us a rating and review on iTunes. We would so greatly appreciate that. Um, if you'd like to follow the pod and support us for as little as $2 a month, check our Patreon. Follow us individually on Twitter. I am at Gina Watches TV, Bryna. I am at Bryna K13. We have new episodes next week. Yeah. So normal schedule. Um, it'll be completely normal. If anything changes, we will let you know. But in the meantime, everybody have a good weekend and we will see you then. Bye.